The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, the ANC-NEC this weekend dealing with concerns from its members that the party is on the verge of collapse due to the implementation of the step-aside resolution, or at least how it has been implemented. Limpopo chairperson Stanley Matabata cautioned that three factions are now claiming to be the real ANC. The NEC meeting continued without the party's suspended Secretary-General Ace Mahashule. He was removed uh, from that virtual meeting meeting. ANC MP Bongani Bongo, who's also facing fraud and corruption charges, was also removed from the meeting and we saw the party condemning the leaks of what was being discussed. Of course, those leaks are happening um, from people who are within the organization who were part of this virtual meeting. Let's listen to some of the audio that has been making the rounds. In case you've missed it, this is what was leaked over the weekend. Comrades, I think the president asked a very important question here of the unity of the African National Congress. The unity of the African National Congress cannot be traded for anything. So what perhaps we need to do as the African National Congress comrade chair is to ask ourselves a very fundamental question that says, do we still have an organization called African National Congress? Or do you have two or three groupings or factions who all claim to be representing the organization called the African National Congress. Some other comments have made uh, similarly very really serious remarks about the state of organization. Comrade Chupo, I think that's how you pronounce the name, had called for a retreat. And he said that retreat must discuss this question. Do we still have any organization called the ANC? That's a very, very serious challenge, uh, Comrade Chen, Comrades, that uh, a comrade says we need to meet, he said, two or three day retreat seriously to look at this matter. I want to propose a motion into our provinces, regions, and branches that we must either consider Rule 29 of the Constitution of having a special conference because we have reached a point that where we are liability is our fourth year now, but there's no considerable uh, effort in terms of ensuring that South African benefits from our leadership. For example, we trade with 12 trillion rand every day in the stock exchange. The previously disadvantaged own 5%. What is our role and responsibility as this leadership? Except to deal with one another and selectively so. Only the weak like Vincent Smith will be charged by MPA. Some of us who are strong men and women in this movement, we are untouchable. And finally, Comrade President, I would request that you be the president of our movement. Don't be a president of a faction. Please help the NC. So there you heard the voices of uh, Stanley Matavato, the Limbopo chairperson. You also heard Dagota Lehuete and uh, the former president, Thabo Mbegi. So joining us now, Dr. Nzikelelo Breakfast is a political analyst. Dr. Breakfast, good morning to you. Thank you very much for having me. What What is your own reflection and perhaps interpretation of this weekend's developments? Yeah, I think the, the mere fact that there have been, uh, you know, four um, legal opinions um, surrounding the step-aside uh, principles, you know, signifies that this is not uh, simplistic or straightforward. Uh, Otherwise, there would have been one legal um, opinion under normal uh, circumstances. Um, so I think both factions did not accept fully the electoral outcomes of the Nazareth uh, conference. People only accepted those of their own as leaders as opposed to those who are not of uh, their own. So I think the, the removal of the Secretary 
general of um, the ANC seems to be the bone of uh, uh, contention because he has been seen in some quarters as the embodiment of uh, radical economic uh, transformation. So removing him, it's like you've dealt with the project of uh, radical economic uh, transformation um, in a big way. Um, I, I do understand, though, the motivation behind the step-aside principle that it is meant to uh, rebuild the image of the ANC because the ANC has been affected by you know, institutionalization of uh, uh, corruption and so on. But at the same time, one cannot turn a blind eye to some of the politics which are at play here. Because mm-hmm. the ANC took a number of uh, resolutions at Nazareth. Why then do you pick and choose only this one? So I, I, I think maybe some people, they are taking a strategic advantage of this with the intention of trying to outmaneuver, you know, the, the forces of uh, RET in order to um, facilitate the smoothness of Mm. the uh, re-election of the president for um, the second term. One of the things that the Secretary General said in an interview with the SABC um, on Friday was that Ramaphosa seemed to be leading a dominant faction in the party. And I just wanted to get a sense from you in terms of the nature of politics, maybe in particular within the ANC, is this idea of there being a dominant faction, is that not the way that the balance of power has, has in, in some ways played itself out in the organization? Um, yes and no, uh, mm. because some people might argue that no, um, issues must not be resolved in terms of numbers. You know, don't reduce politics into um, numbers that people must... Uh, persuade um, uh, each other and then Mm. the best ideas must win. But at the same time, some people are arguing that no, things are being forced down our throats, um, whether we like it um, um, or not. So so, so I think that uh, seems to be uh, the problem. But uh, coming back to your question, whether is he leading a dominant faction? Yes, because uh, by the look of things, most of the decisions that have been made by the NEC have not fed well with the other uh, faction, like uh, the step-aside uh, principle. I mean, the list is uh, endless, the removal mm. of Mshololozi um, and so on. How different is this moment in terms of how the factional politics are playing themselves out to when um, the former president, Tawombegi, was recalled um, by his organization as president of the country? Well, I think the way things are is not the way things uh, should be. I think uh, a split is uh, uh, inevitable. It's gonna. In fact, it could have happened long time ago. Mm. But I think some people have realized that you know, uh, breaking away from the ANC sometimes it doesn't yield positive uh, results um, because people still vote in relation to historical uh, factors. So the ANC is still a brand. Uh, people don't vote for the ANC because of the good track record of the ANC of service uh, uh, delivery. People vote for the ANC because the ANC is a liberation movement. It is a, a collective history um, and so on. So because the ANC is like a brand, it's not easy to outmaneuver um, the ANC via 
uh, elections. That's why some people thought, okay, let's fight on the inside as opposed to fighting um, on the outside. But I think now they're running out of uh, uh, options. When you listen to the ways in which the conversation was taking place, the concerns that are being raised about whether or not there is, in fact, an ANC, one ANC that is coherent and that um, will have some form of longevity, do you think that the ANC will be able to survive this moment? Of course not. There is no way um, whatsoever. But it must in my opinion, the differences are not ideological. I don't think that radical economic transformation is a political uh, ideology. Radical economic transformation is a form of populism. It's called nativism. It's an ideology which has emerged in the second half of the 20th uh, century. Uh, it is meant to divert the attention of people from the failures of liberation movements to focus on the historical uh, factors or to focus on the relationship between the colonized and uh, the colonizers or to focus on the relationship between the powerful and uh, the powerless. But it's not something that is raised in order to benefit the majority of uh, people. Those debates about the white monopoly capital and so it's common sense that the economy is still owned by uh, white people. But the way this thing now it is raised, it's like, uh, you know, uh, people are trying to cover up for uh, what had happened because uh, I mean most people can agree with me in my view that what had happened should never have happened in terms of the corruption that uh, we have seen. Dr. Nzikelelo Breakfast, let's leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. So do you think that the ANC will be able to survive this moment? You've heard uh, Dr. Breakfast's own analysis into it. But